Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to an all-new edition of the Metropolitan Report. I am your host, Alfred Parsar Jr. On this podcast, we talk about any and everything New York Mets. Today is Monday, April 19th, 2021. And we're going to talk about the recent week in Mets baseball, several weather delays, uh, postponements, cancellations, if you will, uh, several big wins, and some takeaways from the previous week. So first things first, uh, heading into today, the Mets are in first place uh, here early on in the season in April. The New York Mets, very impressive so far, even though they've had their first series of the season canceled. They lost some games due to weather. But overall, the Mets are first in the AL East at 7-4, and four, followed by the Philadelphia Phillies, 8-7. and seven. Uh, The Miami Marlins are 7-8. and eight. The Atlanta Braves, shockingly, 7-9. and nine. And the Washington Nationals, 5-8. and eight. Uh, One takeaway from this past week that I have to say is quite interesting is that weather has not been good to the Mets. If we want to recap, uh, last Sunday against the Marlins, that game only lasted nine pitches. Yes, you heard me right. Nine pitches before the umpires called it in a game that should have never been started. Uh, The next day against the Phillies. Oh, and that game Sunday was rained out, by the way. The next day they were scheduled to play the Phillies. That game rained out. Uh, Tuesday was a doubleheader, which the Mets swept. Thursday, Jackie Robinson Day also rained out. And Friday against Colorado, uh, that was rained out. Well, not rained out. That was snowed out. So the weather has not been kind to the Mets. However, the Mets still in first place uh, with a sweep of a doubleheader on Tuesday the 13th against the Phillies. Then they won again the very next day against the Phillies. No game Thursday, no game Friday. They split a doubleheader Saturday against Uh, the Rockies, and then yesterday they beat the Rockies as well. So the Mets sitting in first place, not by much, but I'll take first place over any other place any day of the week. Uh, Some key headlines uh, going into, or coming from the week. Finally, 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 Jacob deGrom got a digit in the win column. Finally, Jacob deGrom has not had a bad start this season. How he hasn't held any of his teammates hostage in some type of situation yet for blowing or wasting one of his efforts, I don't know. Because after that, after that Miami Marlins debacle, uh, I, I I just don't know. Last Saturday, I just don't know. The guy pitched a heck of a game. He struck out 14, didn't walk anybody, and gave up the one run. The home run to Jazz Chisholm. And lost the game. Where have you ever heard a guy only gave up one run, struck out 14, didn't walk anybody, and lost? But thankfully, Saturday in Colorado, uh, the Mets did did good by DeGrom. And we were able to get that win. We were able to get him a win because if I was DeGrom, uh, I'd have a lot of uh, upset days. Since 2018, the Mets have blown 31 starts by DeGrom, where he left the game either tied or he left the game in the lead. So, Jacob DeGrom has a lot. He, he, he If he were ever to get upset at his teammates, he would uh, rightfully have the right to do so. However, finally, DeGrom in the win column. 
I, I'm very happy about that because DeGrom is arguably the best pitcher in all of baseball. Arguably the best pitcher. I don't care what you say. I don't care whether you're a Dodger fan and you have Clayton Kershaw and now Trevor Bauer who's flashing the pan. I, whatever about that guy. Uh, whether you're a Nationals fan and you have Max Scherzer, you're a Yankee fan, you want to talk about Garrett Cole. I mean, you're a Padres fan and you want to talk about Darvish or Snell or whoever. You you don't have a better pitcher in baseball. I'm sorry. At least in the National League, DeGrom is the man. I don't I don't care what anybody says. And when you have an ace and a generational talent like that, you got to take care of him. You got to pick the guy up. And, and it's beyond me because here's another interesting statistic why I, I, I am so in love with Jacob DeGrom this season. He has at least one base hit in every game he has pitched in. He's got four for the season. You'll be, you'll be lucky in the National League to even get a pitcher that has four hits all season, let alone four hits in the first three games? Like, is this correct? The guy's bad as hot. And I understand his frustrations because for the longest of time, the last three years or so, he's had hardly any run support. So he has to create it for himself. So, obviously, Jacob deGrom is on a mission this season. And again, I'll say it again. You'll be very lucky if you get a pitcher in the National League that gets four hits all season, let alone this guy has four hits in three games, and so far, he's got a base hit in every game that he has pitched this season. That is incredible. He's off to a great start. 0.40 ERA. 0.40. I think DeGrom is mad because he didn't get a Cy Young last season. And uh, he, he's coming to, he's coming to take his Cy Young. That's what I think is going on. You can't convince me otherwise. Actually, I, I stand mistaken. 0.45 ERA, which phenomenal. Three games pitched, 20 innings, 0.45 ERA. He's one and one. And he struck out 35 batters in that 20 innings. That's incredible. Mind you, he had three unearned runs on Saturday in Colorado. Coors Field, Hitters Park, and none of those runs were earned. So just think about that. What does that tell you? Another guy who I've liked this season so far, Mr. Marcus Stroman. You think DeGrom's numbers are great. Wait till you hear Marcus Stroman in three games this season. He's 3-0. Every game he's pitched, he's had a winning decision. .90 ERA. So the number one and number two for the Mets both have ERAs under one. Granted, Stroman is not a strikeout machine like DeGrom is. Only 11 strikeouts in 20 innings. But .90 ERA. That's not even one run per game. And Stroman, Stroman's had some good outings so far this season. In one of the doubleheader games uh, against the Phillies on Tuesday, he pitched six shutout innings. He didn't walk anybody and only gave up four hits. 
And Colorado, uh, he, yesterday he, he pitched brilliantly. He went eight innings. He only gave up one run. He only walked one, and he, he fanned five. This is what you like to see out of your pitching staff. And we know at the beginning of spring training, Carrasco was penciled in at number two, and then Carrasco got hurt, so he ain't here right now. And there were concerns, but Stroman is pitching much better to, than I would have expected him to. I didn't expect him to go 3-0 and with a, with a sub-1 ERA. This is a pleasant surprise, people. A pleasant surprise. And I'm happy. I'm happy. Marcus Stroman is, is in a contract year. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he, he's trying to, to, to prove his case of why he should stay in Flushing. But if he continues like this this year, Sandy, sign him up. Sign him up, Sandy. Sign him up. I'm not trying to jump the gun too early because it, it, it's only April, but sign him up, Sandy. Sign him up. This starting pitching staff is, is, is this starting pitching staff is great. At least in the one and two. Taiwan Walker, he's had two starts this season. 2.61 ERA. He's only pitched 10 and a third. No decisions, however. But I'm, I like what I'm seeing out of the starting pitching. I have no issues with what I'm seeing out of the starting pitching. My issue of what I've seen in this last week is the bats, the offense. We got to wake up the offense. Look at that game we lost in the, in the second game of the doubleheader. The Mets lost 7-2. to two. Yesterday's win, if Stroman didn't pitch that well, and the Rockies would have had some type of offensive flurry, we would have lost. We only scored two runs. Look at the win on Saturday when we split that doubleheader. We scored four runs, but the Rockies scored three. We need the bats. Some of these games are too close. Let's not forget last week, Saturday, against the Marlins, we got shut out. 3-0. Winning one-run games. The only decisive win we had was Wednesday against the Phillies. We won 5-1. The Mets' bats have to wake up. They need to wake up if we're going to continue to win ball games. They just have to. They have to. There, there's, there's, there's no excuse. And as much as I commend the starting pitching, the offense needs to wake up. Granted, Lindor is starting to cook now. I mean, for three hundred and forty-one million dollars, he he should be cooking. Otherwise, it, I I don't know. You what you go to? What would you rather get? Where would you rather get your groceries from? Whole Foods or or Dollar Tree? You you be the judge. Dollar Tree freezer aisle ain't good, folks. But this offense needs to wake up. Shout out to Brandon Nimmo. Let's talk about Brandon Nimmo real quick. Brandon Nimmo. This guy. He's having an offensive start to the season like I've never seen. He's batting 447, folks. 447. Like, this guy just... 
He, he They can't stop putting him on base. He's got eight walks this season. Eight so far. Eight walks in 11 games. Think about that for a second. And when he's not walking, he's, he's getting on base. 447. Average-wise, he's the Mets leader right now. Brandon Nimmo playing a, a heck of a uh, of a month of April. Lindor, although, although he's starting to cook, he's only batting 189. We got to be better than that. Again, you can't be the three hundred and forty-one million dollar man and only play like you only play like uh, you're worth twenty bucks. You can't do that. You just can't. Jeff McNeil, a guy who is a career three hundred hitter. I don't know what's going on. Maybe slow start. Only batting one seventy-six. James McCann, new acquisition. Doing all right. Better than most of the team at 258. And again, I know on paper, it may be crazy that the Mets are in first place and they're 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 batting the way they are. It's the pitching, folks. The starting pitching. Not even the bullpen. The starting pitching is is what's keeping the Mets in games. And it's it's it, this is not going to hold up all season because you're bound to have a bad performance starting pitching wise. It's it's bound to happen. No Stroman and DeGrom are not going to are are not going to have every start lights out. It's impossible. Granted DeGrom again, best pitcher in all of baseball, I'm just saying. However, it is impossible to maintain quality start after quality start after quality. Every pitcher has that one bad game. And when that and when one of these guys have that one bad game, it's it's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be ugly. Because the offense, Michael Conforto in a contract year, this guy wants an extension. Scott Boris, you better be a heck of a mouthpiece during those those negotiations if you think your client is is gonna get by if he continues the way he's going, batting two hundred, winning walk off games by sticking his elbow out. Sticking his elbow out at balls coming down the middle of the strike zone. I know I know I sound critical, but with the way Steve Cohen was talking, I demand results, okay? I demand results. Steve Cohen said at the end of spring training he thinks the Mets are a playoff team. Well, let's see. I demand results. With that being said, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back with some more analysis. You're listening to the Metropolitan Report. I am Alfred Barsar, Jr. What's up, y'all? This is Barry Grant Jr., host of the All Even Podcast. I'm tuning in with my man Alfred, host of the Metropolitan Report. That's the only place that I get my Mets news from. Tap in, because trust me, that's crazy. And we're back here on the Metropolitan Report, and there's a welcome back to be said. Uh, welcome back, J.D. Davis, who was reactivated this weekend for the Rocky series, and uh, J.D. Davis not not playing particularly bad. Uh, J.D. Davis uh, batting 300 on the nose. For those of you who don't know what that means, uh, 300 on the nose means he's right at 300, 300 even. And he punctuated his return uh, with that RBI single in yesterday's game to put the Mets up two nothing in the in the top of the fourth. 
Uh, so if J.D. Davis can keep it up, I'm excited to see uh, what, what production he can produce. A uh, couple of key news and notes here. Uh, the Mets, even though I said earlier I did not like them with these close games and these one-run victories, uh, they are 4-0 in one-run games this season. So anytime a game has been decided by one run, exactly one run, they are undefeated 4-0. They have yet to lose by one run this season. So any time there's been a game decided by only a run, the Mets are undefeated this season. Uh, upcoming schedule. So the Mets are still on the road uh, this week. They start a three-game set against the Chicago Cubs Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They are back home for a three-game set Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, against the Washington Nationals and then an off day Monday. Uh, the next edition of the Metropolitan Report will be on Monday because we do release editions of the Metropolitan Report on every Mets off day. I know some of you are going, eh, well, the Mets got postponed four times and you didn't release uh, an, uh, an episode there. Well, on scheduled off days, okay? But uh, predictions for... The next six games, they have uh, six games in six days. I'm going to go ahead and, and say the Mets are going to go four and two. I think they take two from the Cubbies, and I think they take two from the Nats. That's that's my prediction. Um, Chicago hasn't looked uh particularly like themselves of the past they are in the cellar right now in the nl central last place even the pittsburgh pirates are playing better baseball than the chicago cubs of course the cubs no longer have kyle schwarber they no longer have john lester so this 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 cubs team uh not 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 looking too good with with two key losses they no longer have you darvish um and they've they've been struggling in the last 10 games, they're 3-7. and seven. I think the Mets easily can, as long as the starting pitching uh, stays consistent, I think the Mets will take at least two or three. Same thing for the Washington Nationals. The Mets are playing six straight games against two teams in the, in the bottom of their respective divisions. The Nationals are in the cellar in the NL East. So I'll be very, very surprised if, the Mets don't go over uh, 500 in this next six-game span. But there's no way. I, I, I don't see them going under 500. Absolutely not. Not against the, the miserable Cubs and not against the uh, miserable Nationals. And Washington, you owe us for costing us those first three games of the season. So we're coming for you, believe it or not. We're, we're coming for you. And uh, one last thing I got to say before we wrap things up here on the report. Um, I've seen it on social media. A lot of people are saying, uh, only in April will the Mets be in first place. Well, what team do you root for? I mean, if you're a Dodgers fan, you guys win the NL West every year for the last decade. Not really much to brag about there. I'm, well, I mean, you do have bragging rights, but I mean, come on, that, that's too easy now. Uh, Yankees fans, I don't think you guys are off to a hot start this season and you guys are Yankee fans are some of the most obnoxious people I've ever met in my life. I just got to tell you, uh, the, Yan the Yankee fans always quick to talk about 27 rings to the Mets, too, even though more than half of those rings came when uh, there were only 10 to 14 teams in the league. But I digress. Uh, 
what what other fan the cardinal fans i don't even know i only know one cardinal fan uh i've only met one cardinal fan in my life but i mean they harp on their 16 rings most of them came at a time when there were less than 20 teams in the league so there you go so a lot of people like to talk trash about the mets but hey uh being first in the ultra competitive national league east is a very difficult task. And do I expect Atlanta to have a sub-500 record the rest of the season? No, I do not. I expect the Braves to wake up at some point. Um, the Phillies, that uh, they're going to bounce back. Um, I didn't expect the Mets to, to sweep them in the three games that we played against them. I couldn't have called that, but they did, and I'm happy about it. And again, I know a lot of people are probably listening to this and be like, yo, this guy's crazy. It's only April. I know, championships are never won in April, I know, but for a team that's only made the playoffs nine times in their entire existence, which started in 1962 to present, I historically haven't had much to be excited about, so I'm going to enjoy the Mets while they're in first place, while I can. And with that being said, the only thing left to say is, let's go Mets! Mets!